Welcome to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, aka the Sobriety Queen, coach, and author. On this podcast, we help kings and queens live purpose, no longer pain. We interview kings and queens around the globe so that you can hear their real life stories to see just how your life too can be transformed. So let's jump on into the episode. Welcome back to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, a.k.a. The Sobriety Queen. Thank you so much, you guys, for being here, and I am here for another solo episode. Listen, I had a guest for you guys, but something came up on their end, so my apologies, but the show must go on. I still have work to do, and without further ado, I promise to bring you nothing but value. So this episode, I want to share with you how to move forward when challenges arrive on your sobriety journey. Listen, if I told you that this journey was a breeze, uh, that would not be the truth. There were so many things that came up. My mom's death being the first and foremost, uh, that was the one that literally allowed me to say enough is enough. I cannot have my life uh, continuing to be uh, alcohol, continuing to use me and abuse me and doing all these crazy things and blacking out and using this substance to free myself when it was just causing me so much more pain. But prior to my coming to uh, the decision to say enough is enough, um, I also had gotten divorced. Um, divorce is like a death. If you don't know, uh, I'm here to tell you it is. Um, you know, I remember... Although, you know, I wasn't even considering being sober, um, it still was a challenge. It really was a challenge, you know, um, in that time. But like I said, my mom's, you know, being, I would say not being here anymore, that was definitely the decision, the deciding factor for me to help me say, Connie, you got to do something with your life. Um but there were other instances. I, if I think back on, you know, I had other deaths in our family. Um, I had two other relatives that died after my mom died. Actually, more than two. Um, and I still had to keep my sobriety in my view. Uh, that was so important for me because, you know, it's a tradition in black families. You know, when people die, you know, there's a repass and uh, usually there's alcohol there. That's just how it is. Um, I definitely don't agree with it, but it is what it is. And so being around loved ones, being a comfort to them, and then still smelling alcohol, uh, that was truly a challenge. And so my hope is that some of these tips that I'm going to share with you, six of them, um, will help you during these trying moments, whatever your challenge may be. Maybe yours isn't death. Maybe yours is just, you know, being around uh, the environment with the young ladies or, you know, kings or queens that you used to, uh, indulge with. Maybe it's about, you know, how do you, um, now walk this journey alone? Who knows what it is? But, uh, after I share these tips, my hope is that you will gain a clear understanding of how to move forward on your journey because your journey is truly about you. So let's jump right in. 
Tip one is build a healthy, strong support system. I cannot encourage that enough. So when you are going through that tough patch in your sobriety journey, whatever the challenge may be, having that support system definitely makes a difference, right? Being able to call up that friend that is literally, um, you know, your sounding board, right? while you are on your journey that's cheering you on that um you know that's supporting you giving you all of the strength that you need um having that person nearby access to that person is definitely going to uh, help you the more that is so great of course there's also having a sponsor that is absolutely a bonus having a mentor that is also a bonus um those are ways that you will be able to get through those challenges in life trying to do this walk alone you will not be successful i can guarantee you i'm speaking from personal experience it is not something you want to even try. So my first suggestion or tip would be build a healthy and strong support system. That person that you can call on, that person is going to feed you positive, you know, um, information that's not going to judge you. That's the person you want in your life. The second would be develop a goal system, right? So when you're faced with challenges, sometimes we, we just get knocked off, we get sidetracked. But having a goal system, understanding what's most important to you. So when that challenge comes, you're able to look at your goal, your vision, right? You may, others may call it a vision board. Um, you're able to see this is what's in my view. This is what I am striving for. This is all that matters. So uh, understanding that that challenge that comes, I don't have time to feed into it. I cannot, you know, feed it because I have a bigger picture that has to be covered. I got new ground that I have to, you know, uh, walk through or I have to build, if you will, right? That's what this is about. Understanding where your focus uh goals and it should go towards your vision focus there i always say that having a vision be it um written um, i think that written is most important or visual um allows you to attain it so having that goal board is something that you will definitely need and will definitely help you when those challenging moments arrive third exercise now, if you've been listening to me in this podcast, you know that your girl is Movement Monday Queen, right? This podcast is being brought to you by our sponsors, Cocktails with Chocolate. They are the number one non-alcoholic beverage service in the world. Yeah, I'm being somewhat biased because I truly enjoy their sample box. Now, let me tell you guys, in the sample box is their three signature flavors, apricot, bellini, party all the time, as well as sweet Jesus. I love the fact that you get to try all three. There is, you know, decent sized bottles. This way you can decide which of your favorites before you go ahead and purchase the larger size options. And let me also tell you what they've done for this audience is included 10% off your first purchase. Now, that's got to be a company that you truly love. Cocktails with Chocolate's 
brand messaging is have a ball without alcohol. That is so cool because that's what we queens and kings want. We still want to enjoy life. We want to go to events and be included and not excluded. So make sure you go on over to cocktailswithchocolate.com and get yourself a sample box before you try out their larger sizes, which are like 12 ounces. I think they have a bottle for like 22 ounces. Absolutely gorgeous. And the message have a ball without alcohol. It's just so fitting for us sober kings and queens. They are also giving us 10% off. So make sure you use their promo code, Sober Sessions Podcast, and get your 10% off. Now back to the show. Uh, right on Instagram, you guys will see me every morning, uh, every Monday, excuse me. And actually, I've kicked it up a little bit. So it's like three times a week. So Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You'll go into my stories, you'll see me literally working out or just finishing up a workout. And that is because I know the importance of exercise. Exercise allows you to not just sweat toxins out of your bodies. And when I say toxins, I mean anything from anything you've eaten, anything, anything that doesn't serve your body. Um, it also is a great usage of you know, being able to relax, being able to sleep better. Exercise has a lot of benefits, you guys. So exercising doesn't just help you to lose weight. I'm sure you know that. <laughs> so um, that's a great way to, to get through the challenge that may be going through. Unleash that energy, right? Um, allow your, 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 what would you call it? You know, your energy to just be, Fueled in a different direction, right? Put that, it's like if you were doing some boxing, like, you know, you go and you you go a few rounds with the boxing gloves, you know that, listen, I, I, I'm feeling some type of way and I need to get this anger out of me. I need to get this tension off me. And, and it's nothing wrong with that because we're human at the end of the day. So you got to allow that energy to go from, from you to somewhere else and exercising can be that. Number four, manage your triggers kind of coincides with the exercise manage them so for me it's just about knowing what what those trigger signs are and where they come from because guess what triggers do come from family members oh they come from you know friends that we used to associate with they come from all sorts of places so managing them that can be in the sense of maybe not going around that particular environment that can be one way of managing them Managing them can be, you know, identifying them, knowing when, when this, okay, if, if I do this or if he does this, <laughs> right, that's going to bring about an outcome that I don't want. Know what they are and be easily, uh, be able to easily recognize them so that you don't fall victim to them. Triggers can be, you know, felt in so many ways, but identifying them, understanding how they come about and when they come about, uh, that will be a true asset to your life. Number six, keep a gratitude journal. Oh my gosh, this is so big for me. And I say that because journaling has been amazing for my life. Being able to look back on my life and see one where I have come from, right? When I, when I'm able to look at my life and see, okay, I was thanking God for some years ago for being, well, every day, but 
let's just say, you know, I was saying God for just a new day. Oh, thank you, God, for just this new day. And I still do that. But now I can say, God, I thank you for being sober. I thank you, Lord God, for allowing me to be able to be a vessel used by you. I thank you for, you know, not drinking for 24 hours. Those are things that help us along our journey. Don't make light of your ability to be grateful because gratitude will definitely serve you. And when we are able to journal about that, we get a visual of, you know, seeing ourselves where we were and where we are today. And if you go back and listen to last week's podcast, that's what this was about too. Knowing how, you know, your life has changed from where you were to where you are today. That episode was absolutely amazing. So if you haven't listened to it, go on back and listen to that. Yes, that was a plug. Um, but I'm saying that, you know, back to journaling and being grateful when you're journaling, I think it just does something to your heart. Gratitude is something that really opens you up to a different space. And it actually not just allows you to see what you have received, but it opens you up to receive more. And again, you can reflect on it later at a later point. You can see, literally see your growth over time when you have a gratitude journal, excuse me. And last but not least, queens and kings, I need you to be kind to yourself. Failure is an event. It is not your identity. I'm going to say that again. Failure is an event, an event that has happened in your life, if that's where you are at this present time, right? But it is not your identity. Being kind to yourself helps you understand that. It allows you to let up on yourself, be easy on yourself because we are so hard on ourselves. And that can come from maybe the upbringing or environment, you know, how people, you know, uh, treated us. That could just come from just our own behavior. But be kind to yourself on this journey because you have enough to deal with. Understand that where you are today it's not where you will stay. You will always evolve. That is what your life is about. Understanding that you are the person that is setting a new standard. It is starting with you. And that's a beautiful thing. You have made a decision to say, my life will be the vessel that will be used to catapult the lives of my loved ones, the lives of strangers, the lives of so many around this world. You will be the person to do that. So being kind to yourself helps you and it affords you the opportunity to do so. so. Those are my six tips. Look, guys, I pray that this has been truly a blessing to you, that you found value in it. Know that you can move forward when challenges arise on your sobriety journey. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review on Apple. And if you have not joined the waitlist, guys, the Sobriety, Faith, and Business Society, the doors will be opening very soon. I'm super excited about that. Make sure you go on over to the website. All the information will be down in the show notes. Make sure that you do that so you do not miss out on becoming a member. And guess what? The first two weeks, as you join the waitlist and when the doors open up, the first two weeks are free. That is something that I wanted to do just for the members. I think it's important. You guys know I love to give. So make sure you do that. And as always, know that I love you, but God loves you far more than I ever could. 
Be blessed. Later.